episode number 164 of the Living Deliberately podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast, where you'll learn how to get clear on what you want and get unstuck from what is holding you back so that you can go on living deliberately. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. Can I tell you how much I love being here with you each week? I guess that may sound a little silly because I don't know half or I probably don't even know most of the people around the world who are listening to this podcast, but nonetheless, I love showing up for you. I love sharing my thoughts and my teachings and my stories and my ways for you to learn and grow alongside me. And I have so much to share with you. I literally have a Google Excel sheet with dozens of episodes that I'm ready to create, but I am practicing being grounded and patient and sticking to my commitment to showing up here just once a week, rather than trying to get it all in at once. Okay, so today we are going to focus on what I am calling your greater goal. Now, if you are like me, you may have lots of things that you want to change or improve in your life, whether that's your physical health and well-being, including exercise or eating healthy or weight loss or weight maintenance, or improving or changing a relationship with your marriage or children, your in-laws, friendships, maybe extended family. Maybe you are looking to create change or improvements in your self-image or your confidence level or your levels of self-trust or resiliency. Maybe you want to create changes in how you communicate with other people or your assertiveness or wanting to show up as your authentic self. Maybe you want to reduce levels of stress or anxiety or feelings of overwhelm. Or maybe you want to improve your emotional health and well-being. If I were to give you a wheel of life, which has all of the different areas of your life on it, and I would ask you to rate each area from 1 to 10, my guess is that you may not rate yourself as a 10 across the board, right? And not only that, if you rate yourself under a 10, you probably wouldn't rate yourself under a 10 in just one area. You probably would rate yourself less than a 10 in at least a few areas of your life. And that's because we're not robots. It's not like, you know, we need some oil in compartment 4D of the upper left-hand quadrant, and once that's fixed, it's literally good as new, right? We're not machines that work like that, like a car, right? That's another good example, where if you replace the engine or you replace the tires or whatever needs fixing, right, it's pretty much going to run well. So what I'm trying to say is that if one of those parts breaks in a machine like that, it doesn't necessarily affect the other parts of the machine. And once you fix it, everything probably is going to be fine. And of course, that's not the same as how human beings work and function. In fact, if anything, it's the complete opposite. If one part of us is not working, it absolutely affects nearly every other part of us. Let's take, for example, if you're not feeling good with your weight, that not feeling good 
probably will affect different areas of your life, right? It's going to affect your self-image. That's an obvious one. But let's look beyond that. Maybe it would affect you socially. Maybe you won't want to go out because you're not happy with how you look. Or maybe you won't want to go to the beach or you won't want to go to a pool if you don't feel good in your body. It's probably also going to affect you physically. It could be that your weight can keep you stuck in not wanting to engage in physical exercise because maybe you don't even know where to start or you feel that no matter what you do, it won't be enough to help create a real change. And what about sexuality? If you don't feel good in your body, how in the world can you feel good with your body with another person, right? These are just a few examples and I could go on. I could talk about how it affects your sleep and your work and your levels of energy and your relationships. All of this can be tied to how you feel in and about your body. Now, I just gave the example of physical presence or body image, but we could start somewhere else. Like if you have a troubling relationship in your life with your partner or with a child or with an in-law, how you feel in that relationship is A, going to affect other parts of your life, and B, it's going to be seen in other areas of your life. And by that, I mean, do you remember the episode on ways of being, episode 156? I not only spoke about the importance of you choosing the three ways that you would like to show up in your life, but I spoke about how those three chosen ways are probably the complete opposite of the ways you usually show up. In other words, if you want to deliberately show up in life as a calm person, the chances are that you right now usually don't show up as a calm person you probably show up as anxious or impulsive. And so when there's a place in your life that you want to see a change, you are being a certain way. Like if you are having an issue with a certain person in your life, you are showing up a certain way with that person. And the chances are you may be showing up the same way, whether you realize it or not, in other areas or even most other areas of your life. And again, the reason for this is because we don't act like compartments. We are whole human beings and how we show up in one way is most likely how we're showing up in other areas of our life. So how do we create change when how you are being is in all of these areas of your life? How do you create change when it seems like almost every part of your life needs a little bit of a change? So the lower brain, that was episode 146, is going to give you a very quick answer to this. Because your primitive brain is all about survival, what it's going to tell you is to fix everything and to do so as quickly as possible. And if you can't fix it, run away from it. Those are basically the two options your lower brain is going to say that you have if you're looking to create change in your life right now, right? Change it or leave it. Although leaving it, as we know, is not necessarily going to create change. It's really just going to change the circumstance. 
how you feel about that thing or that person is still going to stay even if you leave. But here's the thing. If you're trying to change a lot of different things in your life all at the same time, like you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to improve your relationship with your spouse and you're trying to get the best job in the world, it's going to be really, really hard. Change takes place over time. Any good change that you want to make in your life, any long lasting change is not going to happen overnight. And anyone who tries to sell you on that well, you really may want to watch out for that. And I can tell you honestly that before I started doing this work, that's exactly what I was doing. I was trying to fix everything all at the same time. And you know what? It didn't really work. I was trying to make so many changes that I was kind of making myself crazy. And not only that, I wasn't being effective or efficient in making any prominent changes in one area. And I was wearing myself thin and getting stuck on frustration that big things weren't happening for me. I wasn't using my upper brain to create change in my life. Rather, I was taking action from a place of resistance and suffering. And powerful changes will never come from that place. Powerful changes can really only come from a place of you being the creator of your life rather than just trying to put out fires everywhere you go. And what I have learned along my journey is that I'm going to be more effective and efficient in my life when I'm focusing on one main goal at a time. It's not to say that I'm not interested in creating changes in other areas of my life. I am. But it is to say that those other areas are just not my main focus. And I say this with complete trust and faith, knowing that when I do create the change in that one area that I really want to work on most, then I know it's going to affect the other areas of my life quite organically Because again, we are whole human beings. Everything we do and think and feel affects us in our entirety, whether we realize it or not. And so I named this your greater goal. And that's to say, what is the one thing? If you think of all the changes you want to make in your life, what is the one? If you had a magic wand, what is the one thing that you would create or change right now? What is in your power right now that you can actually create a change in? Again, remember, this is not about what you want to have because that will easily put you in the victim seat. It's about what you want to create. What is your greater goal? I strongly urge you to clearly identify what is your greater goal and not only identify it, but write it down and meditate on it each and every morning. Because without focusing on it, your mind, your lower mind, is going to pull you in every which direction. You need to be in control of your mind, or at least you need to learn how to manage your mind when your lower mind gets stuck, which you can do with the unstuck method. You need to remind your mind what your focus is. Because if you don't do that, when things get tough, when people act in ways that you are less than satisfied with, 
when desires start to tempt you, when your stress levels rise, when all of that happens, no one else is going to refocus you. You have to be 100% responsible for your life and for what you want to create. No one is going to do that for you. No one else is responsible for that. And by the way, in episode 149, I spoke about what it is you want to create. I want to differentiate between what it is you want to create in any given circumstance versus what your greater goal is, right? I can decide circumstance by circumstance what it is I want to create in that moment. This is the work I do with Getting Clear, and that's the book I'm writing now, which is set to be published in August of this year. I am constantly getting clear on what I want to create before, let's say, I begin working with a client or before I enter a conversation that I'm anticipating may be difficult or before I offer a speaking engagement. These are all situational And I use the clear way to decide what I want to create and who I want to be for all of those circumstances. But what I'm talking about in this episode is different. Your greater goal is your main focus and one that you will be sticking with for a while. Remember, your lower brain is going to be like, yeah, well, that greater goal of losing weight, it sounded like a good idea, but actually it's going to be really hard. And why don't you just work on improving your relationship with your daughter? Because that's more important. Now, again, please don't misunderstand me. Just because you have a greater goal of one thing doesn't mean you let go of the rest of your life. I am not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that you have a main focus and you stick with it. And when you start showing up in integrity in the ways that you want and need to show up in order to create that change, shifts will start to happen. And those shifts will begin to impact the other areas of your life. And so it's really important that you stick to this greater goal because it will be way too easy to let it go. And then you'll find yourself kind of popcorning, if that's a word, but kind of popcorning or ping-ponging, whatever, back and forth between goals and not getting anywhere. I would actually set yourself a timeline of six months or even a year with staying with your greater goal until you really feel like you've transformed yourself on such a cellular level that you have literally transformed into that person. This takes time, my friends, and patience. So it's important not to expect such changes, whatever it is you want to create in your life, to happen overnight. And one more thing I'd like to say about your greater goal. Many of the greater goals of my clients, they're not quantifiable right? They want to improve a relationship. They want to feel better in their bodies. They want to be more self-trusting or authentic, but those aren't things you can quantify. So when you start out on your journey and you identify your greater goal, I recommend that you rate yourself on a scale from one to 10. Really be honest with how you feel about that thing right then and there in your life. And I invite you to write it down because that may be your way of marking your change. In other words, your change may be qualitative rather than quantitative. 
And in my humble opinion, I actually don't think that's any less important than something that can be quantified. Because if you have a change in how you feel about something, if you feel better, that's going to change everything. It's going to change how you look at it, how you feel about it, and how you act because of the thoughts that you have about it. Remember, just because you create a greater goal, it doesn't mean you don't have other goals in your life. It's just that this greater goal is your main focus. And that's where you start and end each of your days as a way to keep you focused and on track of moving yourself forward in life. My friends, I would love to hear what is your greater goal. Please do share it with me. You can post inside of the Living Deliberately Facebook group, or if you feel more comfortable, send me an email. And remember, if you are looking to create a change in your life, no matter what it is, and you've tried to create the change on your own and you're not finding success, if you're looking for support and guidance on the way, definitely reach out to me so that we can speak about how to get you started. I would be honored to support you on your personal journey. Thank you so much for listening today. And as always, I look forward to living deliberately with you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Living Deliberately podcast. It is my honor and privilege to be able to show up here each week for you. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to work on living deliberately in your own life, reach out to me so that I can share with you the many options for getting started. Send me an email, shira at shiragura.com. I look forward to hearing from you.